Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, the Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is February 8th, 2021. This Friday, February 12th, marks the start of the Chinese New Year. And the Chinese people, like the rest of humanity, will say a hearty good riddance to the last year, with hopes for easier times ahead. The year of the ox should be better, with vaccines gradually allowing for a return to normal life, and China should be able to build on its early economic recovery and resume its very long trend of strong economic growth. However, the new year will also bring new challenges. While China succeeded in suppressing the virus through strong public health measures in 2020, its lead in controlling the pandemic could fade in 2021. In addition, China will need to negotiate a strong economic recovery without fueling asset bubbles or higher inflation. And then there is the challenge of China's relationship with the United States, which will likely be quite different under President Biden compared to President Trump. For investors, however, it's always important to have a long-term perspective on China. Despite short-term challenges, China appears set to resume a path of strong growth in both its economy and financial markets. This should continue to support Chinese equities and bonds, both of which have some allure for global investors searching for increasingly scarce sources of growth and income. In the noisy world of investing, it's always difficult to focus on only the most important topics. However, it's hard to argue that the outlook for China isn't near the top of that list. Despite being the centre of the terrible initial outbreak of the pandemic, for much of 2020, China succeeded in suppressing the virus. This allowed its economy to rebound in the second quarter of 2020, even as the rest of the world succumbed to the pandemic. In 2021, however, China's relative lead in dealing with COVID-19 could fade. The vaccines currently being used in China appear to be slightly less effective than the mRNA vaccines approved in the United States. In addition, the vaccine rollout appears to be slower in China than in the West, and reaching herd immunity for China's 1.4 billion people was always going to be a more challenging task than achieving the same goal in the United States or the European Union. Ironically, this is particularly the case because China avoided the painful development of natural immunity seen in much of the rest of the world from massive rates of infection. While China may eventually achieve greater levels of vaccination than in many Western countries, it will take longer to get there, and it's quite possible that the US and Europe could get back to normal in the fourth quarter of 2021, before China can quite abandon the need for social distancing and mask wearing. In a similar way, while 2021 should be a much better year for economic growth around the world, China's relative lead could fade. In 2020, real GDP in China grew by 2.3%, a dramatically stronger performance than the 3.5% decline in the US and 6.8% fall in the European Union. Part of this outperformance reflected the earlier control of the virus, and part reflected strength in trade, with merchandise exports, including medical equipment, rising 3.6%, even as imports fell by 1.1%. However, China also benefited from significant fiscal stimulus, largely in the form of infrastructure spending financed by the issuance of special local government bonds, as well as tax cuts aimed largely at helping companies weather the storm. According to the IMF, the Chinese government deficit, which includes all level of government, rose from 6.3% of GDP in 2019 to 11.8% in 2020. It should be noted that this 5.5 percentage point increase is actually slightly less than the 7.8% of GDP increase in the deficit in the euro area and the 11.1% of GDP rise in the United States. 
These large deficits, though, boosted China's total government debt to roughly 65% of GDP compared to 98% in the Eurozone and 129% in the United States. However, it should be emphasized that overall levels of indebtedness in China, including corporate and household debt, look more daunting. In addition, 10-year government bond yields in China are running above 3% compared to 1% in the United States and close to 0% across the Eurozone, so the debt service is already a more serious issue in China than in Europe or the United States. Partly in response to this, and partly to avoid a further overheating of the housing sector, 2021 should see some fiscal restraint in China, which could translate into some reduction in the growth of government debt and total social financing. On the monetary side, the PBOC is sending mixed signals. Consumer inflation remains subdued, with CPI up just two-tenths of a percent year-over-year overall in December, and up four-tenths of a percent, excluding food and energy. However, the construction sector continues to look very frothy, with huge building activities, significant levels of vacancies across China, and very high home prices and debt relative to income. Concerns about not feeding further property speculation will likely result in a tighter monetary policy than suggested by broader macroeconomic conditions. This could include a willingness to see further currency appreciation even after last year's 7.1% increase in the yuan against the US dollar. These considerations should leave Chinese monetary policy on a relatively even keel this year. And, somewhat in contrast to the United States, economic growth won't be boosted by ultra-easy monetary and fiscal policy. A new administration in Washington will provide China with both challenges and opportunities. President Biden will likely be just as aggressive as his predecessor in trying to address the trade imbalance between the United States and China. And this remains a major issue. According to the January 2020 Phase 1 trade deal between China and the United States, China agreed to increase its purchases of U.S. goods and services um, by $77 billion in 2020, relative to 2017 levels in covered areas. This would have implied total U.S. exports to China of $263 billion in 2020, assuming no change in the non-covered areas. However, extrapolating for trade data released on Friday, it appears that in 2020, actual exports from the United States to China were just 162 billion, actually 13% below 2017 levels. While missing the targets is understandable given the pandemic, the Biden administration is likely to push for further measures to address this imbalance. Within the trade arena, Washington will likely continue to be particularly aggressive on issues related to technology. The Biden administration is also likely to pursue a more multilateral approach than the Trump administration, as less likely to be in conflict with traditional U.S. allies. Engagements with China may also be broader than with the Trump administration, with greater focus on areas where cooperation is necessary, such as climate change, as well as areas of potential confrontation, such as human rights and territorial disputes. That being said, President Biden is likely to take a more strategic approach to relations with Beijing. And the uncertainty caused by sudden threats of tariffs or other actions is less likely to be an issue over the next few years than over the last few. China's progress in emerging from the pandemic, returning to normal economic growth while avoiding financial bubbles and negotiating its relationship with the rest of the world will undoubtedly have an impact on Chinese and global markets in 2021. However, for long-term investors, it's important not to miss the forest for the trees. The most important theme in China is simply one of growth. China already has the second largest equity and fixed income markets in the world, and we estimate that by 2027, China could surpass the United States become the largest economy in the world. The growth in the Chinese economy should come from stronger consumer spending on the demand side and growth in the development and use of technology on the supply side. 
Despite very strong gains in 2020, the MSCI China index still supports a lower forward PE ratio than the S&P 500, while yields on Chinese government bonds remain significantly higher than in the United States and Europe. As the global pandemic winds down, many Americans will be looking to resume international travel. Their portfolios might also benefit from a more global perspective, including taking a closer look at China. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. J.P. Morgan Distribution Services Incorporated. Copyright 2018. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.